0: Hello, and thank you again for joining me today on the The Woman podcast. And I am your host, Sarah Oseki, your favorite The Woman on social media. (laughs) Yesterday, I have with me in the house a guest who worked in the bank for four years. And today, she's a brand owner. So we're going to have her share with us her story the switch from the time she walked in the bank and how she became a brand owner so don't go nowhere join me as we listen to our guest share her inspiring story with us all right let's go meet our guest. hello dwork thank you for joining us on the show today
1: Hi. Thank you for having
0: me. Yeah. So, I would like you to share your story with us, how you worked in the bank for four years and then the, the the switch, the time you worked in the bank, the switch, and now that you are a brand owner. Okay. Yeah. So, I I worked in the bank for about
1: four years, from twenty fifteen to 2019. Mm-hmm and um of course as a fresh copper i finished yeah. service in august and then i got job in october so that's when i started okay then of course there were difficulties being i had grown up in Harcourt. yeah and i served in Ibadan mm-hmm. and so going to Ibadan was a new environment for me yeah. yoruba people and for my quiet
0: people
1: they always referred to me as ego. Oh, this evil lady, <laughs> particularly the principal of the school didn't even like me because I was Igbo. Mm-hmm. But then, yes, she did it and she, she was public knowledge. So when I initially came, they were looking for the technical drawing and introductory technology teacher. Okay. But then all the couples that were deployed to the school, none of them had that as a course of study. I studied building and construction.
0: Okay.
1: So when she requested, they actually needed a lot of teachers because I know that we we're over, I think we we're up to between 15 to 18 coppers at that time. Mm. So, but none of them had that area of study and they had been looking for mm. a teacher for a while. So when they sent me there, I was the only evil person she described. And then she said, oh no, I don't want her. She's evil." That they why? sent me back to the local government, <laughs> that she doesn't like Hebrew people, that they are always very disrespectful, and all that. <laughs> so they sent me back, <laughs> I took my my documents in my khaki and I went back to the local government. When I got there, they asked me why I wanted to redeploy. I said, I don't have an issue with redeployment, I'm not redeploying, but the school didn't want to. Yeah. So, the, what are they called now? local government something. I forgot what he's called anyway. So the man said, I had to go back. And that if there was somebody who was going to come back and record, it has to be her. Yeah. So she went forward and told them that, oh, she didn't want that. She wanted somebody who was the, uh, was the Ibrahim And the man said, they don't have any other options.
0: Yeah.
1: That even before they found me, they felt like they had a lot of people who were... Um, technical droids, mm. or who studied in Waik and all that. So that—that that was her only opportunity. So reluctantly, she agreed. When I got there, I didn't take anything personal of it. But then I'd never really experienced something like that before, yeah, because growing surprising. up, in because mm. yeah, there were different people. People were you—it was like being in Lagos, yes, even different maybe
0: tribes better. and uh...
1: exactly different tribes and religion and all that. So i have never even really known that. Oh. There was something like, "Oh, this person is evil." I'm just saying you, bad, mm-hmm. and then you can't mix properly. But anyways, I went on as usual in my usual sunny self. And then when school started, usual, and I was lucky to get a, an apartment because they did the way she wasn't saying, "Okay, if she takes me, she won't give me. She doesn't have room because I think they're supposed to provide um, accommodation. accommodation." Yeah, so she said. She wasn't going to give me accommodation. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm already here. And it's not like I know anywhere. It was my first time Mm -hmm. in the West. Mm -hmm. Maybe I visited Lagos, maybe once or twice then. So it's not like I really knew anywhere. So eventually, I got to a body and found somewhere that was just like two streets after where the school was located. And it was quite affordable. Plus, my friends that I had, I met in camp. They were absolutely amazing they were ready to help at every point in time so i really didn't feel so left alone yeah. and they were over surprised me i, I think so, she was
0: just trying to frustrate you by not giving yeah, you accommodation
1: that was what she yeah that was what she was trying to do eventually i got a place my friends helped me i moved in and so it was easy for me but then she used to pick on me and all that but that was just mine because my mind i think i have this mindset where I think that if something is going to last for a while, and I know the length of time, yeah. it makes it easier for me to bear. Mm. So because I knew that, oh, okay, this thing is going to last for one year, yeah. already I was just okay with the fact that, okay, you know, let me just go through this tough time. Mm. After all, by 12 months will be over, and I'll go on my life. So that was how I handled that. But then I didn't want to go back to faculty because I thought of, oh, when I finished the I have to go back home, start looking for a job, you know staying that. at home, mm. and all that. So I start praying, I start telling God, I say, God, please, just any job at all. Just give me something that I can do with my hands or some, just any job. At that point in time, if I had known, maybe I should have asked for something big because my mom used to say, if you can ask God for one million, it's the same thing. Yeah. Ten million
0: yes, yes. <laughs>
1: But then, of course, as naive as I was, I just asked God. I said, "You know, we're just give me editor, but all." So during that time, when they were doing civilization, there were people coming from different companies to come and teach and all that. I remember some of them were banned We came, we sent our applications and all, and everybody was saying, "Oh, are you sure? They can't give us a job just like that now?" How? By October, I had gotten. I had gotten a job, yeah. and so I needed to move to Lagos, and then I did, so coming to Lagos was another hustle on the phone, because I didn't know anybody, I didn't have any to except my, I had a friend who I went to university with, who had told me a long time ago that, oh, you know that random thing, where so, you're, okay, yeah, when you oh, anytime the...
0: you're in Lagos,
1: call me, Yeah, because I didn't have any other option, I took that literally so i called her i was like ah, i got a job in lagos and i don't have any estate and all that and she was like oh, okay he uh, can come and say i'm not in my family house right now but i can call my people and you, you can say this so i said so i said okay and then i moved on myself of course my parents were also really worried and bothered about it they're like oh why why would you go and stay there? Yeah. It's not like it's a proper apartment. It's like a period of time. What about when she doesn't want you to stay? Where will you stay? And I was like, you know what? I just don't want to stay at home. I just want to. And luckily, I have got a job. So let me just go and work. Mm-hmm. However, I'll figure it out. So I came to Lagos and then started working, you know, in the bank. at that time, I was doing a the reception. Then, so it wasn't really like oh. I went directly into core banking and all that mm. stuff, the receptionist I actually went for the role of the receptionist. But then when they were doing the interviews and they saw my qualifications, they were like, no, that that role wasn't, uh, the role wasn't for me. And that they had an opening in the building and construction area of the company at that time. But then the person was, I think the person had dropped their leave. Um, I mean, what's it called? Designation letter, letter, yeah. but they hadn't left yet, so they had like a period of time. So they told me, it's "Okay, you have two options. Either you go home,
0: well, and when the person leaves, yeah. we'll come
1: back to you, or we take you into this receptionist role and you it start looking there. And when the yeah. person leaves, you just switch." So I was like, ah, no, "I know, beg me out. will <laughs> the going one that is <laughs> available." <laughs> I thinking, exactly. Before I go my human will forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I took it, the show wrong, and then my prayers were easy. They're like, ah, but she said you had a job. So why? How much are they pay you? At <laughs> oh, that time, they were saying 60000 And it wasn't even enough for me to say, but I was like, no, I'm going to pay, I'll go. And I don't know why, but I just always had that that, okay, let me just start working first. Mm, mm-hmm. so I moved on, I said, let me even just be working. Start working that I applied ahead to other places, but let me just even start here. I started, but it was really difficult, like, I don't know, honestly, I, I don't know, really, I think the last time I haven't really talked about this, I cried, I was like, uh-uh. see how far I've come from where... I was. Mm. You know, I didn't have a place to stay, after there when my friend was staying, there were issues, I was like, okay, no, that's okay. Then I had another friend who was in law school, who said, oh, you could stay with me, and then I went and stayed there, and after a while, she needed to move, because the apartment was really for her, and the place she was going to, the person had promised that, oh, both of us could come, and then later on, the person said, oh, no, they considered they can't take two, because it was a, a newly married couple, that they considered that they can't take two single girls at once. After I had rejoiced and even told my friends that, oh, I've got make a place to stay and all that, they now came around and said, oh, they can't take two people, you can only take one person. And so they took her. And then I was back on the street, to give away to stay. And then I had a friend of my friend who had another friend mm-hmm. who was giving them somewhere. I was like, okay, I have this friend, where can she stay? And again, I had my, all my load from youth service. So, and I didn't have any it because, first of all, you're looking for where to lay your head. Yeah. You now carry to heaven and earth load Don't go and house. I said I'm looking for where to keep my stuff. And so then I had this other friend Laya, who also was a receptionist with me. She had like two kids. But her house was really small. So she said, "I oh, know you can't stay you can't stay with me and all that. But let's look for where you can at least keep your things. Then she mm. found someone who can give you a place to sleep. So we went back to the office and the uh, we went back to the office and um, what's it called? We went back to the office and then and then I had to go and to talk to somebody. and where to keep the things and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was the CSO of the bank at the time. So the man, the man, when I got there, the man asked me, okay, what do you want to do? I told him, oh, I need a place. Is there on a, a car arm or a car park or a store? or just any way, where mm-hmm. right, I mm-hmm. can just keep mm-hmm. these three things, like, safe and long. He now said, oh yeah, sure, ah, definitely, ah, there's a place to keep it, and I was like, oh, okay. And then, he now told my friend to his us, and my friend left the office, and then he told me, ah, thank you, like, it was the issue, so I explained, after explaining, he was like, eh, ah, that, that's a small thing now, like, I have a place where you can stay, oh, mm-hmm. you'll be my girlfriend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like, ah, no, uh no. And I said, uh-uh. I ain't a big girl. Uh-uh. So when I'm married, it will be a secret now. Nobody will know. Even if your friend that came, she won't know, but you will have a place to stay. You, keep your, you don't <laughs> want me to. You don't even need to keep your things in the store. I'll give you like a BQ of the house and let you stay there. Wow. And, you know, keep them so I said, no, uh I, I didn't want to. So he said, eh, nah, in that case, we don't have anywhere to give me.
0: You don't mean it.
1: <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I said, okay. I came out. I was crying. I told my friend. I said, ah, this was the only other alternative I had. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, I shouldn't worry. I will find the place. I said, okay. Then I left. She now knew somebody else who had a shop and the shop had a warehouse. So she said, okay. She called the friend and, and the lady was like, okay, you know, you can only keep this thing here for a period of two months. After two months, you have to pick them out. So I told her, I said, I promise. I promised her that day. Before, it's only up to two months that I'll yeah. take the things out. So at that time, I started looking for where to, uh what's it called, apartments mm-hmm. to stay. And then, of course, somewhere above budget, somewhere just plain horrible, even if they were within budget. Somewhere too far. Yeah. Eventually, I had to go to a friend of mine and her parents' house at Ikorodou. Mm. So my office was a Wow.
0: And
1: then I was going from you could do everything to marina every day eventually i found somewhere and uh, had to share rent and all that to somebody else but then it was you know slow and okay and then of course i got the option of moving to the area of my study which was the and construction part of it
0: mm-hmm. so eventually
1: that happened and i had i, I think it happened after about eight months they had said they had said two months. Mm-hmm. They actually said six weeks. They said six weeks, and then they gave extra two weeks. But eventually, before it could happen, eight months. It now there was, it now took eight months. The argument, especially with the fact that the person who was there was a man, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really a feminine role, so they weren't sure if I, if it was if something it that I could handle. do.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So in the interim, there was this other department, protocol and logistics. Mm. That you know, they had me stand in for somebody once, which I did. And after that, they're like, "Oh, you know what? You're really good at this." So I started working with all the uh, what's it called, executives. So the MDs, chairman, all the CEOs and all that. I was now in part of, like, in charge of their protocol and logistics
0: mm. uh,
1: um, arrangements in and out of the country mm. for their kids. Mr. and mm, all those yeah, stuff. I doing you know, all that. Yeah. So it was in that space of time about eight months. So after the by eight months I now had to move to the and and by then I was already enjoying the position where I was.
0: Because
1: yeah. you know, it was difficult at first. There were late nights. Yes, there are yes. times when somebody's travelling mm. and it's one AM. Sometimes midnight, I'll have to wait at the airport, make sure that they, you know, check-in and all that. that So, the difficult time, you know when you initially start something Mm. and you're not used to the timeline. So, there was. it wasn't like the regular 8 to 5. It was like, let's say, 5 to 1 a.m. So, sometimes the driver will have to take me home at midnight, wait for me. It was risky. So, you know, that time, it was hard. And then, by the time, I was now getting comfortable, I had contacts, I had people that could make it easy for me. Mm-hmm. Because even that initial time, maybe when you go to the airport and the authorities, maybe your new immigration, they will just be moving you left, right, and center. <laughs> I was you know, I was able to make friends, you know, that would say, okay, let me just call and say, oh, how far, i yes. help me quickly do this, so help mm-hmm. me quickly do that. Mm-hmm. i like, okay. As I was just settling and balancing and knowing that, okay, I'm now... A guru. I now have connection. Yeah, you're good to go. That's when, that's when they now, you know, moved it and had to switch. So, I complained at first, tried to struggle, tried to mm. explain, and, you know, even my boss at the time was really sad about it, or he too tried to fight for me, you mm. know, but then when they took it to management, they are like, ah, this person studied building and construction, so it only makes sense that she was in...
0: Area you know, make
1: projects in higher area in projects and maintenance, so there's no, apart from the experience that you have, mm. and of course I was very good at it, even, you know, I had the chairman, everybody, they, they even gave me a nickname, small girl, so I used to walk, the way I used to walk, I was the youngest and I used to walk fast, so you see all the big men, maybe the MD, the head of protocol was a very tall man, and all the other security police and all those other people, and mm. me, with my teen self. I'll be marching behind them, so they nicknamed me Small Girl. So yeah. even when I'm not on um, duty, and they want to ask that I mean, from the end, you say, "Who's that small girl? I say, oh, she's not working today. <laughs> so they knew me, oh, they also got me money. I was also favored too. Yeah. So sometimes they're traveling, and someone just Oh, take this hundred dollars, oh, take this 200, yeah. you know. And then you go to work in the morning and you come back home and your. Maybe $200 richer. And <laughs> not like it <you> did anything. <laughs> it was just like a sweet tip and all. And they were intrigued because, of course, me too, I like fashion. So my suits, even if it was, I didn't have many at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I think there was this market, one of my friends took me to Katangura also. Yeah. Then, yeah, I went there. I bought jackets. I think they were, what, I think 300 or something. Mm-hmm. I bought jackets, gray, black. And mm-hmm. I, I think I bought about six or so. Bought white shirt, took it, jig it, washed it, it was me. <laughs> <you> so <laughs> huh, when I come out in the morning, you will, you will think that ah, this girl, they must be paying her millions, <laughs> And so I come out and you know I walk and, and I just always have had a smile on my face. So you never really know. Yeah. If you, I think it was the way I was raised. Probably, you you'd never really know or anything. You just look out. People will just assume and say, ah, yeah, you're probably you know, she probably has rich parents, so and I'll never complain about anything. But then, because of the luxury shop, by the time I got comfortable, they had to now move me to project. I was very sad, even though it was my area of study. I was very sad because by then I was used to everything. But then I had to move, so I moved. It was difficult for me at first, it was almost like I was a dummy.
0: Mm, finding because your foot again, it,
1: I'm telling you, it was difficult. So when I started, I was the youngest, I was the only girl. The only other lady that was there, she didn't like me. She was elderly. She even just reminded me of that, my principal, because she thought she was Yoruba. Ah. She would always say, oh, eh, you greeted me. You were looking at me in the eye. Oh, my God. Eh, <laughs> you didn't bend your knee when you greeted me in the morning. Ah. You know, she just always had a problem ah. with me. And me, I was struggling on the job. Like, even... Even if they were helpful, I had a few friends, though, who were helpful, but then I also had like people who were maybe grades ahead of yeah. me who were really tough. And then like I ask, maybe they say, oh, take this thing, go to site, take the measurements and blah, blah, And I go, and maybe there's something wrong in the measurements, even if it's by 20 cm. You hear am say, did you, did, you, did, did you study in school? Isn't this, isn't this what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Is, what area of study you answer? And say, so how can you make such a mistake like this? I would go home every day. I would be crying. And I'm like, but I'm not dumb now. And then some of them just thought that, oh, because you're a fine girl, I probably you look you good. Don't how it to means, do you don't know Yes, you don't have anything in your head. Mm. So already they had that impression. And I was determined to, to change, change it, it for it. them. Like, I was like, no. At first, I started pitying myself. I started feeling sad. I started maybe crying. and pitying myself. I'll go home. I'll feel. Mm. I'll cry. I'll explain to my roommate. We'll see what happened. She'll encourage me. But then, weeks passed. And then I started thinking about, okay, for how long am I going to... Continue like this. I have to show these people that I'm I'm better than this, and I can do, you know, way better than this. And yeah. so I started taking courses. I went. and brushed up on my AutoCAD. I started learning everything that I needed, even what I didn't need on the job. I started googling things, checking for courses on Coursera, you know, different. Just trying to make sure that okay, I'm up to date on what's yeah. happening. Even projects that I wasn't part of, if somebody is going, I'll be like, oh, can I start along? Yes, yes, and they'll yes, be like, oh, lame. okay, if I come, I'll follow them, I'll watch, and all that. After, I, I didn't even now realize again, because it now became like a habit, like a way of life. I didn't know. All of a sudden, they now said teasing me about having an eye for details. So, if somebody goes and maybe builds something or does the renovation, my boss would say, oh, um, would I have to take note of the, of the errors in it? So, let's I go and take a look at it. So, at first, it was fun because of these people who were older than me. They were like, maybe people who had worked for 13 years, 15 years' experience. Yes. They were big people. So, at first, I was excited. Ah, thank God. Oh, I'm going to be the ones to do quality control and all. So, there was this other team called Brand Quality Assurance. So, they added me to that team. And then I started going and all that. Even the rooms where I entered, they would always take me because I was small compared to the people who were there. So, mm. I would always be a topic of conversation. They would always say, oh, okay, what's your name? How old are you? How long have you been working? <laughs> because they wonder, what what is this woman doing yeah, here? Yeah,
0: what can she so, possibly do?
1: Exactly. So I, just, I was excited, and then problems started. All the bosses, they said, getting offended. Oh, how can they bring somebody who is so young, who is small, to oversee a job mm. they don't done? You know, it started, then I realized that, ah, this thing has bad side. Mm. And so I was now stuck between being afraid to speak when I saw something wrong and then there were other people who were doing deals with with vendors, contractors so let's say a, a job is supposed to take 20 million they will cut a deal with them and do it for like 30 million mm. and maybe they're supposed to bring let's say 100 bags of cement and you get there you count it and you say oh it's 59 bags so there's that fear now to say okay how do I now speak up to tell you know the proper mm. relevant authority that, oh this person this, person this is, what is this what doing is going as on. opposed to so that was also a struggle on his own part. But then I remember one of the days I called my dad and I was explaining, I was telling him, I said, UG, your name. He told he said, he said, money, all those things can go, but your name is very important. If they get to know that that's the kind of person you are. So he told me, he said, your val- you need to show them that this is your value and this is what you stand for. Yes. Initially, it will be hard, but after a while, they will know and they are the ones who will spread the news to others that, oh, this girl, she doesn't take it off, she won't accept it off. And so I decided that okay, it should be tough in the beginning. It's better than me just being like every other person and what every other person is doing. And just already had that disadvantage of being young. If I now join them, how do I men stand out to show mm. that okay, I know exactly what I'm doing? So I started doing that. So I would report everything in my report as it is I would put the proper detail on. and on after a while they now knew that oh, I beg. Even the contractors later knew that even be saying is ah no give her more she know they take money she know they grill Ah, no give her more you know so it now became like a thing before I now started having um sexual uh, advances from one of the top bosses there Mm, he was making my life horrible exactly so he was making my life miserable (laughs) when it was time for me to be promoted he hung it over my head and because I was standing my ground you know, it passed. And by the time, you know, I prayed and talked about it, and then when it was not time for him to even consider the person who he spoke to, the person who they submitted my letter to had left, there was a new person who now said, Oh, his first point of call cannot be promotion unless we have to wait till another nine months. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Okay, we'll do another nine months. Let me wait. And so I waited. And during this time, there were even times when this man would give me projects and I would go to site and Maybe sometimes we could work later. I remember one time when I was working at somewhere, somewhere in Oniro. So work, it was a six-month project that I extended it to seven months, and I had to stay on site. So initially, I was happy that oh, okay, thank God, I don't have to keep going home and coming back because mm. of the hours, early morning and late night. So I'll just stay here. But I didn't know that that was part of the plan to keep me there, so he can come anytime. So I think about three days after I had stayed there one of the days at night he came I was there and then he tried to fuck himself for me put his mouth on my lips kissed me
0: you pushed him away it. and
1: all and i left i'm telling you and so i left it was probably you knowledge. many people knew about it even you know drivers used to say that drivers used to tell me that ah madame is a child say if you come out like this if you go start like this if we carry if we come back or will ask us where and where you go maybe mm-hmm. tell them there you go i didn't know that was what they used to do so you know, it was just, uh, the, uh, the, the conversation is even, it's a very long one, but I, I just had to find a way to summarize it. Long and short, I, I battled with that back and forth, so there were sad days, but of course no one will really know because of maybe, I think my personality, I'm just always on the happy side, I'm always laughing, and playing, and so even when I'm going through stuff like that, it's very difficult for somebody to maybe notice from the outside except you know you come in and all so eventually one of the days i just sat down one day i woke and i was like what am i doing in my life i'm very good at what i'm doing i'm not being promoted because somebody's hand is over it somebody is taking charge or taking control why can't i put all these resources into my own self and push myself further you know so i just thought about it I was like okay you know what i'll start and so one day not like I had capital or anything. I was like, okay, I'm going fast what am I good at what are they? so I remember that oh people always like my things if I wear a shirt it could be I bought it 300 and I, and I wash it and I iron it and I wear it and it looks good and so mm-hmm. like, oh, cool i like oh I like this shirt where would you get it mm-hmm. you know oh you wife, wearing oh, I love this the color is nice where did you get it maybe I bought it somewhere and they're like oh okay please can you give me the number of the person you got it from and then I give them the number and maybe my friend makes my hair and it's so nice I'm like your hair is so lovely I like it where did you make it and I thought so I said People were drawn, you know, to the, the things that I
0: wore.
1: Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it wasn't necessarily anything that I put much thought into. So. Mm. so I was like, okay. Then I now said uh, my friend was always making my hair, so it wasn't even the hair one that was the number one. So every time she would tell me, you did that hair you wore that day. Everybody wanted it. Like I made a video of it, and that's the one. I even showed them other colors. They didn't want that particular one. You want? They wanted. So I was like, okay, sure. Why not? And so she'll make my F be free of charge. And I'll come out looking fly. and you know, doing Shakara everywhere. And that we'll was and, people. You know, so, yeah. So right when I started thinking about a business, I started thinking, I said, okay, what's the thing I can easily do? I was still ready to work, even if not in the... I was ready to, like, go on with the career path and all that. But I was like, okay, I need... I can't let... Because the only reason why I cannot leave this job is because I don't have any other source of livelihood, and I know that if I leave this job now, I won't have anything else to do, so what else can I do that will even give me the confidence to know that, okay, one day I get up and I'm not happy with the situation or the position where I'm in, if I leave this place, what can I do, Mm. where do I go, what next, and all, so I started, then I had a friend who was, uh, wasn't really even my friend, who was into, she had contacts and all that, so I'll tell the lady. Uh, pictures. Okay, when you have new bags, let me know. So when she has, I'll go to her. I'll go to her shop. I'll take pictures. I'll make videos. See you know, she said begging me for the videos and pictures that I took of her old bag. It's like ah, this is this bag I'm looking at here now. And it looks really nice. on oh, the way you made the video of it, see how fine it is. So what I'll now do is I'll buy one. When I buy one, I'll take it to church, I'll take pictures, I'll make videos of it, and all that, I'll post. I opened an Instagram page, so I'll post. At that time, the name of my business was The Signature Place. So I'd open it, I'll post. I would, you know, still, little, so that's how people, you know, start knowing about it. In the office, I start selling back to people there, and on Instagram, and then my page got hacked.
0: Yeah.
1: So when it got hacked, I didn't know what to do. I tried all the means, watch YouTube videos, everything. I couldn't get it back. Eventually, I opened a new one, which was now Sears Signature. Because one of the issues I had in the Signature place not getting it back was I hadn't registered the company with Mm. CAC. So I opened a new one. When I opened a new one, I went the whole mile. I opened, um, I registered with CAC, you know, went to the bank, got a company account. I did everything because I wanted to make sure that what happened before will not no, happen not again. again. So I continued like that. With it. Then I started adding other things, oh, bags, okay, I like sneakers, okay, sneakers, oh, people started asking me, oh, do you have this, do you have t-shirts, do you have, okay, so initially, I was like, okay, people want this, so let me look for where to get it. So I started looking for initially, maybe you will get it at an expensive rate, and then yours will be expensive, mm. and then over time, I kept searching and searching and searching, market survey and all that, and I started finding out, you know, easier ways to import and buy and all, and so that's how I started. Yeah. And then by November, one day I was at work in November of twenty nineteen and I just realized that what am I doing here? Like I'm giving I'm at work throughout the day into late I mean before I get home it'll be ten PM. By the time I get home and now say, Okay, let me pay attention to my business page, maybe I spend about 30 minutes and pick up while my phone is still on my hand.
0: Yeah.
1: And at the end of the day, I'll still even get, you know, a few customers, I'll still get money. And if I calculate how much the business was giving me as opposed to how much I was getting at my job, it was almost the same thing with the little time I was giving. So I thought you it if i give this thing the oh, amount of energy on, yeah. and time that i'm giving this joke, i think I, i'll do more than this and then i'll have peace and you, i'll probably be you know nobody will hold anything over me or you know put try it to at, toss you around you know have yeah force my hand or anything like that so i i just decided okay you know i'm going to stop it wasn't in 2019, it was in 2018 actually, because I know that before I actually made the decision to leave, it took me more than a year, wow. because I was afraid. Mm. So in 2018, I had decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to push my business, I'm going to leave. And that's how I said, I promised myself oh, by December, I remember I was in August when one of my colleagues was resigned, he resigned and was relocating to Australia. So he spoke to me like, oh, you're so focused, you're, you know you you know what you want, you're a go-getter and all that, why don't you focus? And I was like, oh yeah, that's true, I'll leave by December. <sighs> and December of 2018 came, passed, January came. <laughs> I kept telling myself, oh March, March I'll go, and March will come, I'll tell myself, oh May, May I'll go. And then, you know, one day in November of 2019, this man just, you know, treated me in the most embarrassing way. In a way that everybody in the office that they have asked now, What did you do to this man? You know, i didn't even thought of reporting him to authorities or human resources. But mm-hmm. then I realized that these are the same people that he goes to a club to play games with. Yes. They they, yes, they 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 won't do yes. anything about it. Yes. At the end of the day maybe they won't make a caricature of okay, one of me and yes. you know it would just go on that dream. So I was like there was no way. I gone over there and I told him I said, ah, should they? It's my last day. I'm not going to work here again. Told me yes, girl. Oh, and I left. When I went home, I, I thought I would cry. I thought I would feel sad or you know some form of pain or mm. something. But all I felt was was peace and freedom. I was I was extremely I was mm-hmm. extremely happy with the decision that I made. And I went home and I continued on my page. And I was like, oh, okay, thank God. I will not have enough time. And so I, you know, put all my efforts. And it showed in my business from that November until February when my page was hacked again. Again? Again for the second time. At this time, my page was at 11.3k followers at that mm-hmm. time in February of 2020. And I was like, ah, I was down. I was, I was, I was, I was hard It was like I was going to start afresh fresh again. Mm. I had to start, thank God, that even the period when I was working at my business, I was someone who, I had direct debit savings and all that, so that was what I now had to fall back on. And so, I opened a new page that thing, I think about two days after, even people were telling me that, uh-uh, you're so, like, you just started immediately. And I was like, see, one of the things that I hold in my life as important is that no matter what happens, I keep moving. Mm. So, it doesn't matter what what, you know, goes on, all I have to do is that, so far, I I just always have the mindset that being a believer and a child of God, that the only way to go is forward, and the only way to go is up, Mm. so if I stop, it means that there's no, the only, the best I can get is the best of the position where I stop, Mm. so I I continued, I opened a new page, and I I continued, and that's where I am now. And I've kept pushing, and, you know, and things have come up back. I even got, you know, then my personal brand, which wasn't even a personal brand in the beginning. It was just for fun. You know, I was just posting pictures and tagging, and, you know, the people that I would tag would be like, oh, the thing you want, people want this, and all. They are like, oh, can we send you, you know, other things that we have in store? Not like I was even collecting money for it. I am like, oh, okay, sure. To me, it was, oh, free clothes, sure. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they would send to me, and then, I was like, okay, these things are happening all too frequently. It means that I'm good at this, so why don't I, you know, put a fee on it?" And then I put a fee on it, and they were also willing to pay. And that was how my personal brand also started. So, on the days when I'm not earning on my personal brand, I'm earning on my so business page yeah. every day. You know, so it goes side by side, and that's how it has been now. And I find myself talking to other people, and, you know, day two also getting inspired and getting...
0: Mm, new ways
1: or learning to start businesses exactly and then they invite me to places and say oh okay come and talk to us about how you you've done your business on the online space and i go and i speak and you know all those things so it's just always of course i'm not where i want to be yes yes. i'm definitely very Mm. very very far from where where i started from yeah so yeah
0: it was a lot for you (laughs)
1: It was actually not uh, when you when when we were going to have this conversation I was like, okay, where do I how do I start? Mm. and what do I talk about? And how do I limit this into you know a short time? Because so much, there's even a lot I can't even, mm. you know, talk about maybe because of you know, safety I, and all that. But then there was a lot. The the the
0: part that really shocked me is the tribal tribalism or you know, being tribalistic and all that, so I, oh. maybe because I, I grew up in Edo state, I was born and raised in Benin, so it was not because Edo state is a place where you have different languages, you have yeah. different language, so I was, and to think that you experienced it twice, it's, yeah. it's really, uh, something that I, I can't even understand, and most times these things come from, they come from elderly people, I don't know what it is they have, yes. Other people, yeah, they, they try from, to transfer yeah. it from one person to
1: I, I, I another. Know that it's just like.
0: too bad. It's good. Because to even know.
1: this lady, who even when I was serving the lady, the principal I was talking about, mm. I was actually very bored at home. So I can say for sure that I was one of the best couples, because there were couples who didn't used to come at all. Mm-hmm. For me, I didn't know anybody, I didn't have anything, so all I had really was, so even on the days when I didn't have classes, mm-hmm. I still used to go to school. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm an active person, I like to be active, I like to work, I like to I have a schedule, I'm a planner, so even on the days when I don't even have classes, I used to go, so even the teachers used to say that, I, this would work, eh. You can walk like a dog, even when there's no nothing to to like go. So the woman not liking me was not it's not something anybody could understand. There were other Yoga people there and they treated me nicely. Yeah. But she in particular, she just didn't like she mm. called me evil. And I told her, I said, Madam, I'm not evil. And from acquired, well, all of you are the same thing. I, <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
0: hey.
1: Like, I oh, wanted okay. to ask
0: because I was shocked when she said you're evil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i told her but i gave her a piece of my mind before I left. oh I, I had to educate her because when i was done after all the drama she did yeah when i had signed all my papers and everything on a different day i think about a week later because i remember that, at that period when i was waiting to go to to find a job i said it cost on autocad mm. so i was still in Ibadan for another two months or so during the period of record, plus my rent, it was even my rent that made me think of how I could finish. Because you know, your term is not complete twelve months. Yeah. I think it was about nine or ten months or something like that. But I still had like enough rent because I didn't I didn't rent the place immediately when we started. Yeah, so I had yeah, time yeah. about four months. So I was like, oh do i waste this time or what can i use it for and i decided okay let me just look for a course and do. and then it was autocad that was relevant to my to my business so i started to my to my area of education rather so i started it on a neutral day i just went to her office she told me she was all surprised she said ah, uh, what are you doing here i say i want to see she kept me waiting for uh, more than an hour hmm. After I was patient, I waited. After everything I went on. Because even me, I didn't really understand the hatred. So, after everything, I went into our office. And then I asked her, I said, what have I done to you? Nothing else. It's just that uh, people, people, they are not respectful. You greet, you are looking at me in my eye. You don't bend your knee when you are greeting. It's disrespectful where I come from. Uh, And it was was just a tribal thing. It was nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. Mm. Nothing else. So,
0: with, uh, currently, how are, you, uh, how are you coping currently with this uh, pandemic that has, has it really oh. had any effect on your business or brand?
1: Yeah, it had initially. I think during the period of the lockdown, people mm-hmm. were really, you know, of course, everybody was locked up indoors. Mm-hmm. So, for about six weeks or so, there was no form of sales at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, that's where I thank God for my savings culture. So at that point, there was no income, in because my business usually is like a daily income thing. People buy things every day, yeah. and you're sending out orders every day. So it was hard for me because, first of all, I was, I was used to getting a lot every day. So the fact that money was on interest, my account was bothering me. So it was difficult at that time. But then when the lockdown, when they hit the lockdown, people said it was slow at first. So maybe mm. one day on, one day off, one yeah. day on, one day off, and then initially. Now it's not really packed to the mm-hmm. way that it used to yeah. be, but it's way better. So now people are, and of course it's just, um, for now we're online. Mm. So it's mostly the dispatch riders, they come, they pick up and they go. We have stock, you know, uh, we just pack them and send them out. Before now, we used to do sales almost monthly. Mm. So we go out to outdoor sales and all that to interact with customers. So on that part, that's, that's a difficult part, I think. Because those, those outdoor exhibitions it were is. also a form of awareness, advertisement, mm. bulk buying and all that too. Yeah. So, so how long
0: How long do you think people will get back to buy things that are not essential? Because right now, people are focusing on buying Uh, things that are essential.
1: Yeah, I think until the pandemic is over, girls don't mind. Girls are still shopping as uh, usual. I think it's the guys who... I think if I want to check the ratio Mm -hmm. in the way that we've been of making sales Mm. it has been this period of the pandemic it has been the ladies who have been shopping the most so guys haven't really been shopping maybe one or two here and there but mostly ladies Mm. yeah
0: all right thank you so much Udwak. your story is uh thank you for having me interesting and strengthening at the same time thank you thank you so much Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening this far. Yes, you just heard from our guest, Udwak. She just shared with us how she went from working on the bank to becoming a brand owner. That was such an inspiring story. And if you're a woman out there going through all of these just so you can be independent, you can have something to call your own. I salute you, I salute you again and again and again and I want to say keep going, keep showing up, one day you too will share your story, I know, a story is something that we're never going to stop sharing because we, we we keep getting better by the day. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you Nigeria. Thank you France. Thank you Germany. Thank you Ukraine, Canada. I see you all. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please drop a comment, send us a voice note, like, share, leave a review and you can connect with us on our social media pages on instagram we are at the the woman podcast and on twitter you can find us at the woman podcast thank you again for listening and it's time to say goodbye